Ladies and gentlemen, I am Sam the SLB, and alongside me today is the man behind the Twitter, the other half of this operation, Vince McMahon's voice of reason, Scott, as well as the Riddler and Mr. Zach from Back to the Ring. We are coming to you from both of the Ring Ship It Series Premier Wrestling Podcast, covering all things from AEW to WWE worldwide. Double or nothing weekend, guys. How are we feeling about this weekend? Crickets? Well, how are you? I'm, Go ahead, Zach. I, I'm, I'm just concerned that the two of you are together i've never recorded something with you where you two guys are actually in the same room but also you are in las vegas for this weekend which i'm jealous of but i'm also afraid for you and for las vegas (laughs) i'd be afraid for las vegas absolutely (laughs) no not to go off on a tangent but uh i brought two books to read with me on the plane i finished this the fourth of dune book which was i was like mostly done but then i banged out Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So that's the vibe I have going this week. Banged it out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's how that works. <laughs> well, guys, we have a loaded card to talk about here. I mean, let's just get right into it. Um, Scott, our current Ship It Studios champion. Yes, ready sir. Here to start the new season to defend his title. And you... you- will acknowledge me literally i'm sitting at the head of our dining table oh no this is awful this is just as awful as i thought it would be (laughs) i almost brought the title but i'm like i don't need i don't want to explain the security at the airport why i have this title so i was like i'll 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 leave it at home for now but yes i'm the ship at studios champion oh yes of course sir right this way yes yes, absolutely let us upgrade you as well logan Mr. Zach's over here. This is bad creative. This is bad writing. I'm not going to be a part of this. Um, <laughs> well, let's get right into it. Like I said, we got 13 matches, loaded card. Uh, actually, just before we start, I want to make note. I don't know if you guys saw this. Side note, but also important. So Tony Khan had mentioned that the games, game seven of the NBA playoffs between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat may push this to game seven. Obviously, by the, at the time of this recording, um, game six hasn't happened yet, so we may not have a game seven, but we might be, Tony Khan said the show might be delayed a little bit because of that, because he really doesn't want, because of, I don't know, the deal with TNT and, and the NBA and AEW. So if that's into effect on su- Sunday, guys, just keep that in mind. If not, and the Celtics win as expected, they better, awesome. they, they, they better win. Um, but that being said. I uh, figured I'd bring that up now. Let's get right into it. So the first match we have for the pre-show, Scott and I get to witness one of the greatest tag teams of all time make their debut. <laughs> Housen, Hook and Dan Housen taking on Tony Nese and smart Mark Sterling. How's it going down? This is I'm going to go, I think, for oh, a yeah. pre-show uh, match. I expect it to be a lot of fun, maybe some hilarity, see Hook beat somebody up, see Danhausen, maybe actually do some wrestling moves this time after he just got crushed in two seconds in his first uh, match. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to kick off the night this way. I, I think it'll be a lot of fun, but Hookhausen is going to win. Yeah, I'm going to agree with my partner here, uh, Mr. Zach. I, uh, I think uh, Hookhausen is going to win, but I'm also going to throw in maybe Hook turning on Danhausen. Ooh, whoa. Very quick. I like that. I like that. Um, I think I'm going to, uh, 
this is my thoughts, and Scott and I have had a little bit of talk on this one. So I am going to agree with Hook Housen winning, and not so much. I don't think Hook, look, Hook is such a dominant force right now as he's building up. I don't think it would be beneficial for him to lose, especially with, you know, Dan Housen on his side. So I think they're going to win. But also, I think Scott and I had the idea where maybe smart Mark Sterling actually is not the one to wrestle. Interesting. He, he's still playing off his injuries uh, after he got destroyed by Wardlow. Um, so it might be a two-on-one handicap match. I don't know. Could be interesting. I think I think this might be uh, one of Tony Nese's best matches. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm with everybody. I, I definitely going to pick Hillhausen to win this match too. Won't be gaining on Scott in this one. Damn. <laughs> nope. Everyone, this is the free uh, free space on the bingo board. Yeah. There might be a couple of those in this in this show tonight. Yeah, there's some, I, I think, I don't know. I think further down the card, I definitely know there's going to be some separation here. Oh, yes. So, uh, opening, well, the first match, according to the uh, greatest, most uh, reliable source out there, the Wikipedia page, uh, match two, Jade Cargill taking on Anna Jay for the TBS championship. I'm just going to say it. Jade's going to go 31-0. It's I love Anna Jay, but there's no stopping Jade right now. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make it spicy right now, guys. Woo. I'm gonna I'm gonna say for argument's sake, Red Velvet costs Jade Cargill the TBS title. Ooh. I like the way you're thinking. I was thinking something very similar. Because right. they had Batman. Remember, Scott, like a month ago, you and I had talked about this. Whereas, like, weren't they like rivals? And now they're like buddy, buddy. Yeah. There's, as the Italians would say, there's a snitch. <laughs> we got a snitch in the. Uh, She's a rat, family. damn it. She's a rat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to already, like, right away, throw a punch. Anna Jay gets All the right. I, I will not be mad if that happens. I, yeah, I will shake your hand <laughs> while we're at the arena. <laughs> I'm going to go Anna J too. I don't know how it's going to happen, um, but th- that's what I'm going to pick to win because I think Jade needs to start going for the women's title. That's that's my mm. my reasoning. Get the TBS title off of her and, and get her going over that one. So okay. that's my pick. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with you there because I think Jade has been – doing a great job with the TBS championship. She's really elevated it, even though, I mean, it's a new championship, but she's made that championship important, established it as that bitch show. She's made it must watch TV whenever she's on, uh, made that seem like a very important championship. So I, and Anna Jay just isn't on Jade's level. I I do worry a little bit about the red velvet stuff because Jade isn't someone who needs someone around her like help to win or that kind of thing so something definitely does seem kind of fishy but I would be I think it would be a big mistake to take that belt off of Jade Cargill right now because she's killing it so I'm picking Jade solid song already breaking it up I like it I like it <laughs> Zach knows where his bread butter <laughs> 
I gotta do something different. I'm I'm trying to, I don't know. This so, season's gonna be different. Oh, it, it is. It is. So this next couple of minutes, I wanna I wanna make a argument here. I think Scott and I, we've already had this talk. Um, there's a lot of tag matches on this pay-per-view, but not only that, there's a lot of trios tag matches. So I think and Tony Khan admitted that the trios tag belts do exist and they at some point they're gonna release them. And there are, I think, two trios tag matches on here and a bunch of other tag matches. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if they even made the announcement this pay-per-view. Hey, we're going to have the trios tag titles come in. But with that being said, uh, the first six-man tag, House of Black taking on Death's Triangle. This one's tough for me uh, because they've done a great job going back and forth and this one, I think, for me, is like a pick a match. It's I don't think really anybody has a huge advantage over the other. For me, I'm going to pick House of Black only because Brody King and um, Buddy Matthews are still so new. So maybe give them a big win on a pay-per-view kind of continue to push them forward. Plus, honestly, outside of Kenny and the Bucks, I think House of Black would be a great first trios champion. So that's that's literally my reasoning for this. It's it's a pickup. It's a coin flip for me for this match. I feel pretty much the same. It's very tough to pick because they've had a lot of back and forth, like you said. I'm going to give the edge to the death triangle I think because of the returning Ray Phoenix, I think they've got maybe a little more momentum coming into this. Um, Penta Oscuro being a little, changing things up a little bit, and even Pac coming coming back uh, a little further back. Um, is a little different, his crazy little video stuff. Um, so I think Death Triangle has a little bit more momentum coming in, but I'm pretty fired up for this trios match. Mm triangle <laughs> further what you got yeah i mean i think i'm going with house of black just simply because they need a big win uh, you know i agree with you i think uh hopefully if if they win this and those trios titles come maybe these two meet down the road in the tournament and, mm. and that'll be the next match so um i'm going house of black though you know i'm <sighs> Off of my logic, off of what you guys have said, um, I don't think Death Triangle needs the win. I think they're pretty established, and anytime they come out, they're solid. Um, they could be the first trios tag. I would accept them as the first trios tag, but I think the House of Black would benefit with this with this win, especially Malachi. Malachi has pretty much from day one is one of the few wrestlers, I think, who's been consistently dominant. So I think you continue that. And I know some people are going to get upset with me saying this, but, uh, you know, the WWE had Undertaker for so long. You know, no one's ever replaced him. You know, this is – they need somebody with that – almost that kind of caliber, that kind of, you know – I'm not even talking about the back, back end stuff. What do they call it? Um, like Mystique and stuff like that? or Yes. Okay. I think Malachi is the one to do it. He's got to start winning then. Yeah, 
another thing I was thinking of, uh, and it literally popped in my head once, um, once Zach actually was starting to talk. What if we get a fourth member of either one of these groups tonight or on Sunday? Or both. Or both. It's one I can think of. Who you got? I'm thinking Julia Hart. Ooh, okay. I wasn't even thinking about what you were probably thinking. You think that could happen on Sunday, or you just mean coming up like they're going to expand? Well, I mean, for, for some way, because this match is such a coin flip, and I'm pretty yeah. sure a lot of people feel the same way about this, that you have a fourth member join and cause that team to win. They're definitely teasing something with Julia. That would be pretty sick. That's been the slowest of slow burns. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> But yeah, I think this is, I think this match will definitely be a workhorse match in a match in a, in a card full of workhorse matches. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, this will this will be one that I don't know. Uh, I think we'll be keeping an eye on this one. This is one of those uh, lower mid card matches. I'm curious on the outcome. Definitely one of the more difficult choices here. But the next one I think uh, might be a little set on. I think I might have her in my choice, but I want to see what everyone else has. I want I want got to make note here. So I said this to Scott earlier. The Hardys and the Young Bucks. The last time they went head to head was the day before WrestleMania 33 in Orlando, Florida at Supercard of Honor. That night was the first night Scott and I went to a wrestling event together, NXT Takeover. So I think that's a little cool tid, tidbit there. I thought that was kind of exciting. Um, but the Hardys and the Bucks. I don't know, guys. Uh, what, do you guys what do you guys have on this one? I mean, how was that match? I haven't even seen it. I don't, I don't think I've seen it, but that's when they were at the height of their um, broken universe. Matt and Jeff left Impact, and gotcha. they were uh, – they were gathering all the tag titles like across different promotions. And then they dropped those. And then the following night was when I was at Mania where they came back and the place exploded. When you were in the concession line. Yes. It wasn't even there. I'm just like, wait for food. I literally talking to the guy in front of me, you know, the Hardy boys would really be beneficial for this uh, tag team division. Explode. Like the building exploded. I've never experienced anything in my life. Love that story. It really is an awesome story. <laughs> it's like your stone cold. That was a great ball. moment. Yeah. Man. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I guess I'll go first. For, for, for this match, going off my logic, and, and Sam knows my logic when it comes to these type of things. Uh, during Rampage, uh, the Hardys are the last ones to get the shots in on the Bucks. And, and poor Brandon Cutler. Uh, so I am actually going to pick the Young Bucks to win this match. I'm going to agree with you on this one, Scott. Slightly different reason. I, I don't really know how long the, the Hardys want to stick around and make this last, but I'm just more kind of hoping that this will be, they'll make a trilogy out of this, have three like awesome matches, or maybe they'll end up doing a ladder match or something like that. TLC match but that thinking in my head leads me to believe maybe the young bucks win this one 
and then people will get more hungry for the Hardys to get another shot at them so they can keep building to a rematch. The Hardys win and then have a setup for a big trilogy match. So I'm going with the Young Bucks in this first one. I'm going to agree with you guys uh, both. I think Young Bucks are going to win. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be the best match of the night. That's my prediction. All right. All right. It's going to be a sweep here, guys. Uh, I was really weighing on the Hardys, but I think the Bucks right now, especially with the momentum of the Undisputed Elite, they're going to get the win here. And again, I could see a trilogy um, on this, especially with Jeff being back. I mean, the Bucks made a good point. The Hardys were the best, like the best tag team of the 2000s. The Young Bucks were the best tag team of the 2010s and going into the 2020s. So why not put on a few bangers while you know we have them while we can? Exactly. We only got one Hogan and Flair match in the early 90s. Did not happen at WrestleMania. Happened in WCW. So let's let's not have a repeat on that. Right. So following that, I don't know. Where do you think this one's gonna fit in? This is this is a this isn't going to be the this is going to be the first time in a couple of years since COVID happened that double or nothing will not close. I think with the anarchy in the arena match or the sorry, yeah. stadium stampede. There's yeah, there's yeah, yeah. There's no way in hell this match ends tonight. Obviously, it's going to be Hangman and, and Punk, but I think this match you might even kick off the night with this match. Get the crowd going insane right off the bat. Ah, oh, interesting. If not. Halfway through the pay-per-view. That's my thought. Either the beginning or the halfway point. This, yeah. Yeah, I think because it's a little a little different to maybe yeah, break up just match after match after match, have something a little different in the middle. Yeah. This 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 is the one match where we might actually be on camera. <laughs> There's a possibility. We'll be looking. Well, what I will make sure I'm wearing the same Hawaiian shirt, guys, so you can find me. You know, that yeah. Hunter Thompson looking motherfucker. You just look really chill, man. I'm jealous. I am in You just look great. chill. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a good mood. I feel chill. It's um, a white it's a white Hawaiian shirt with uh, red flowers and a little bit of purple in there. It's legit. Yeah, that's yeah, the life I live. It's the life yeah. I live. <laughs> when so, in Vegas. That's right. Well, this this is a, this as as they said, this is a vibe. This this is Sam. Yeah, no, this that's my we need to make that as a t-shirt. It's a vibe. It's a, <laughs> just a sil- just a silhouette of a Hawaiian shirt, your backwards hat, and cowboy boots. And the beard. <laughs> yes, and the beard and the jeans. And, and the aviators. Yes. Ah, so, where's Mike? Mike! <laughs> <laughs> so I think this one, I will go off the bat. I, due to the fact that the Blackpool Combat Club is involved, um, I'm going to make the argument that they're going to win this. Them, Eddie Kings, and Tanner Ortiz. I don't see this being where Brian Danielson and John Moxley lose. They're too dominant. They go in there, and especially with William Regal as their manager, they're just, uh, you're going to need a strong, a, a really strong force to take them out. You're going to need 
the Bucks to do something or hell Wardlow tag teamed with somebody. You know, that's what you're gonna need. So I think that's how this match is gonna end. Yeah, I, I think I am, this, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. I think this is the e- easiest match on the card. I think Blackpool Combat Club and Kingston Ortiz Santana win easy. I, I am on board with that one as well. Like, like, like you said, this this is another one of those free spaces on the bingo card. <laughs> yeah, unless I'll, unless Mister Zach pulls a <laughs> pulls a genius no, move right here. No, no, I'm not going to be as reckless as I was last. <laughs> year i, I want to be smarter you. about where i pick my spots to, <laughs> to really go for it and this one i'm just going to take the safe route and i'll make it a sweep with kingston santana ortiz and the blackpool combat club my one thing that i really hope for in this match is that jericho comes out fully dressed up as a wizard head to toe with oh my God. blue <laughs> pointed hat robe a long white beard how, be how long fire he, involved? How long has he been shooting fire? Because, like I told you, I missed a couple of dynamites, but I saw the last one. It's been a, a few, uh, maybe two to three weeks since he started doing the wizard stuff. That's hilarious. So, what, what am I missing there? That? Like, what's the hidden meaning of this? It, it's just Jericho reinventing himself yet again. Because, so, because he's a sports entertainer, so he's now a, a wizard and can shoot fire. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not. Yeah, not something a professional wrestler would do. Correct. So, so Jesus. The, the funny thing about that, it literally took me a week. Like I heard that the following week after the event, it's like oh, I'm a wizard, and I'm like, what the hell? Is, what, what do you mean you're a wizard? That makes no. Sense. And then the following week, he, I'm like, oh, I see where he's co- okay. That makes sense. He's a genius, <laughs> but he's not Lenny Pavo, so. No, I mean, oh my God, you're right. Like he needs to come out in full, like wizard from Sword of the Stone. Like he just needs to happen. I, I need this to happen now. God damn it! We speak this into existence, please. And I mean, you guys are in Vegas. I just thought of this too. Come out with like Chris Angel or one of those guys. Yeah, mind freak. Yeah. Ooh. I guess, I don't know if magicians and wizards cross over. Are they? cool with each other or are they kind of rivals i'm not sure it's a good question well knowing jericho he'd probably try to throw fireballs at everybody so i think the only magicians that would get along with everybody is penn and teller but they're a different breed yes they're above us all it's definitely a different breed but that would almost be even better if they came out with them and did like a little show like during the jericho appreciation society's entrance just more about the sports entertainment just go full into that i think that would be amazing well they do something from cirque du soleil <laughs> yes yes any of this yes jericho also is definitely going to hit one of his teammates with a fireball right oh yes it's going to happen absolutely, absolutely. hager probably hager, yeah yeah i hope he comes out with floyd but he like i don't know makes it look like a like gandalf staff <laughs> and of course that if, if that's the case then he needs to have a moment where he's in the ring and he takes a stab and screams, you shall not pass. <laughs> it has to happen. We're talking, <clears throat> we're talking this matchup to be the, the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> Get these ideas to Tony Khan. That's right. Tony, listen to this podcast. 
we tagged him, he might actually listen to us. True. <laughs> I mean, we got we got the live, we get the motion graphics. Man, it feels like 20 years ago. It's true. Tony listening to the fans, it's you love to see it. Have you guys seen that? No, what are you talking about? So Tony for the, for the title matches, remember how 20 years ago they used to have like the like the motion graphics where they might, you know, wrestle is like moving and then it like freezes at the yeah, end. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're doing that with all the title matches. You know, they have one for pumpkin pay. Scott, Scott will send it to you guys later. It's cool. It's no, I've seen it. I saw it. Yeah. And I saw cool. Tony tweeted or someone tweeted at Tony like, hey, you should do this. And Tony just tweeted like, okay, yeah, let's do yeah. it. And then like the next show it came out and they did the moving graphics. And I, I remember I saw that original tweet and Tony's response. I'm like, oh, God, that'd be amazing if they did that. And then it was like, I don't know, it probably was a dynamite. And then all of a sudden it's moving graphics. And I literally dropped my phone. I was like, oh, my God, they actually did it. <laughs> That and the same thing, like he's listened to the fans when they talked about the lighting because it was so dark or it was so bright and they wanted to make it darker and he changed it and just, it made the whole ambiance of the match look a whole lot better. So I love that Tony's actually taking, you know, people are giving him, you know, suggestions and he's like, all right, we'll try this and see how this works. And it's working. Fans love it. What a concept, listening to the fans. Right? Fans? <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> well, he should take our advice on how to book the women's division then. Oh. oh. Shots fired. Hear that, Tony? <laughs> we should, Scott, we, 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 at this point, I think we need to start tweeting him. It's true. I think we do. Jade Cargill's your next champ. That's what he should do. I, I would be, I would be real happy with the Jade and uh, Thunder Rosa match. I'd be, I'm in. Mm. That's the kind of person. Triple threat with Britt. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he always. Zach just wants his one-on-one one match with Britt, so. Zach's always trying to get that mix it up with Britt. <laughs> add more people, just as long as Britt is also in there. Yeah. I know we talked about it earlier, but yeah, I mean, I think Jade is a superstar sitting there and if they need to re-energize this women's division, I would just push her to the moon, man. Mm. When she first came on, I wasn't sure. I think Scott and I, we personally weren't the biggest fan. And then once they started to, she wrestled a little more, they got Mark Sterling involved. There was something to it that was starting to add up. Yep. And now with the TBS title, her character, um, I always look forward to her, especially when she comes out and Mark goes to talking. He's like, not now. Or like tells Mark to shut up. You know, Cut the shit, Tony. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a lot of pepper to her now. So I just, all about it. Yeah. Well, Sorry, I, der- I derailed us there. No, that's perfectly fine. I mean, that's what we're here. We're here to talk wrestling. It's like we haven't talked to you guys in eons. I know. <laughs> Actually, last time I think we talked was uh, Revolution. Is that right? The chat's been dormant for the most part. Yeah. We've all been in, insane with our lives and shit. Yeah. Life. Yep. Life happens. But now you're in Vegas living the best life. Mm. Mm-hmm. That is the case. <laughs> Which actually, talking about matches, I think this is the match that Scott and I, going back months now, knew was going to happen. 
we were probably the most excited to witness history. And I don't think any of us really need to, I don't know, sway one way or the other on this one. But MJF and Wardlow, I'm saying Wardlow on this one. Wardlow, Wardlow. <laughs> yeah, Wardlow's got to win this. He's, he's never been hotter. He's never going to be any hotter than he is right now. All the shit he's had to go through just to get to this match. So the fans are ready for it. Um, it would be MJF fashion to like get some kind of screw job win, but I, I, I think it would be a mistake to delay it any longer. The fans are ready for Wardlow to get his hands on MJF and wreck him. Yeah, 100%. I completely agree with that. I guess my only other question, actually, I'll wait until after Riddler gives his, his pick, and then I'll ask a question to the group and see what you guys think. Let me let me bet this real fast, then. Is, was that whole thing with MJF yesterday on, on social media real, where he was like F, FAEW type of thing? Probably. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, he's... <laughs> He's been really pushing the whole bidding war of 2024 thing lately. Um, apparently, he's, at least from the rumors, stating he's not happy with his current contract. He thinks he should be getting paid more. And is that WWE a work, though? Is, are we getting worked? I don't know. WWE is interested. They've said, you know, that, well, that said, not officially, but rumors have come out and said that they are interested in picking him up when, in 2024. So, I don't know. Honestly, I think it might be a little too early from him to really kind of play hardball. But if you're going to do this for two years straight, then whatever. It's MJF. It's great. Either way, whether it is real or not, it works for him, for his character. So absolutely. Why not lean into it? Um, So I don't really care. Yeah. Whether it's there's any chance it's real or not, because it's it's going to keep working. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I and I guess too, like I feel like MJF is supposed to be the next champion. So if it's to be, you know, Paige or Punkwin, whoever, I thought like just the wrestling world thought that hey, MJF would probably be that next person to take the title off somebody. So then why would he lose here? So I'm just gonna pick MJF and uh, just try to pick up a point here. All right, all right. Um, but I mean, I can see him winning in some really cheap way and just get the heat. And again, that's his character, and he's going to be the heel in the next title feud. I mean, that's okay. that. I mean, I, what does that do to Wardlow? If, if Wardlow loses by some cheap way, I still don't think that makes him look bad. Well, this is my thing, and I think okay, WWE is notorious for making these stipulations where it's like, oh, so-and-so is going to be fired for whatnot. And then the following week, oh, no, they're not really fired. Whereas this, the, the stipulation for Wardlow, and keep in mind, Cody said he would never wrestle for the AEW title if he lost against MJF, which is true, which led to him going to WWE. The stipulation here is Wardlow will be permanently banned from signing with AEW. So unless they find some way to do something that's not like, oh, well, we were just kidding, ha-ha, Gotcha. I'm sorry. I did not know that stipulation. Oh, you know that? Yeah, that was the stipulation. <laughs> so if you, you want to change, we'll, we'll, let you, oh, we'll let you change. Yeah, I need to change it then. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah that's, no, that's. I thought that was a very important detail. No, I know. I told you guys. I, I'm sorry. Guys. No, no, no. Don't believe me. No need to apologize. We get it. Um, so going back to what you – going back to your point, though, I mean, if somehow they – 
find a way if MJF is able to win. Um, I had actually forgotten about that stipulation. But if AEW does pull a WWE-type way and, and get him signed, maybe he changes his name. Maybe that's a loophole to get around it. Um, maybe he signs a ring of honor. Maybe. Ooh. That oh. is good. I didn't think about that either. Riddler's um, going to change his pick back now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just throwing out ideas. There'll be, be, there'll be more pig. Yeah. Or, I mean, or let, the only other thing I could think of is if this would be the only time they go, well, MJF, we actually looked at the, you know, we reviewed the footage and uh, yeah, no, we're not going to, we're not going to let that go and then have a rematch down the road. Okay. That's true. The only other way I can kind of see this working um, if, well, I'm thinking if Wardlow wins this, which I shouldn't say if, when, <laughs> Wardlow <laughs> wins this match, um, I can see Wardlow challenging whoever wins the championship match and then MJF screwing Wardlow and winning the title. And then gotcha. he can continue that rivalry going forward. That's at least be interesting. Thought. Yeah, this this crap. I will tell you though, Scott, being there, if Warlow loses, <laughs> that crowd's gonna lose their mind. And when he wins, that crowd is gonna go ape shit. Yes. Either way, either way, you guys are gonna burn Vegas to the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, at least it's a walking distance, so we don't have to worry about it, Scott. That's true. That's true. I mean. Wardlow's a fellow Clevelander. I mean, I want him, you know, I want him to win, but we'll see what happens. We will, we will. Can't wait for that one. Uh, final one, I know Mr. Zach's looking forward to this one. The Owen Hart Foundation Tournament Women's <laughs> Final. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Ruby Soho. Is that Mr. Zach? Let's 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 talk here. Let's <laughs> let's hear your opinion on this one. Oh, you want to hear my opinion? All let's right, go. well, let's go. <clears throat> I'm going to I'm going to shock the world here. Like I said, I'm I'm going to be smarter this season. I want to make put a little more thought into my picks about um the strategy everything and really uh not make as much of a fool of myself and in this Owen Hart tournament final Ruby Soho is going to win. Wow. Uh, I wow. think that I think wow. that just this whole I mean the tournament like Brit's coming off losing the title recently, which obviously broke my heart. And I just want her to get back in the title picture as soon as possible. I don't know what winning this tournament does for Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. She's the best women's champion AEW could possibly have. I think Ruby Soho would do a lot better by winning this tournament. And it's a it's a good way to, for her to get her win back over Brit in a non-title setting. It's winning a tournament. She wins a trophy, whatever. Brit's not worried about that. She's worried about bigger things. Maybe she can get back into the title picture sooner. Whereas I think if Brit is to win this tournament, that's more of a reason to keep her out of the title picture for a while. So I don't want to do that because it's like, oh, all right, I won this tournament. And she would brag about that for a while and it would be fine not having her in the title picture. So that's really, I'm thinking long-term for Brit's best interest. That's why Ruby's going to win. That was really well thought out. Man, we're thinking about this for a while. <laughs> I think about Brit from time to time. Let's just say that. 
<laughs> time to time meetings from second to second. <laughs> sun up to uh, sundown. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, with Britt Baker. I'll tell you why. You guys just told me before that that people were kind of maybe booing the ending of uh, Rampage with Soho mm-hmm. winning. So, like we talked about, Tony listens to the fans. I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like no one wants to be booed if they're going to win a big tournament. I can see them maybe changing their mind, but regardless, I think Britt Baker is going to win. So, sorry, Zach. I'll forgive you someday. So, I, yeah. I'm I'm going to follow the, the Ruby Soho thing. I think Britt definitely is. She's so dominant right now. I don't think she needs to win. But, you know, wouldn't surprise me at this. No. You know what? I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go with <laughs> Britt. And I'm not yes. going to explain it until we talk about the men's match. Ooh, that's interesting. Okay. Oh, oh, I think I know. Okay. Okay. Damn you two in your okay. same wavelength. Okay. All right. I see what he's saying. I don't like it, but I see what he's uh, saying. I get it. So did, did everyone give their pick on this one already? No, I, I didn't yet. <laughs> okay. um, I'm okay. going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to pick Ruby. Um, he wants to lose I, I just, I just, I, I feel the same way Zach does. Uh, Ruby, uh, Ruby needs this a whole lot more than Britt does. Um, but I know exactly where your wavelength is going, uh, uh, Sam. And we'll talk about that when we get to that match. But, yeah, I think Ruby needs this more. I don't care if the, the marks and the crowd want to sit there and boo. I, I feel like on Sunday there will be more cheers and there will be boos for Ruby. Also, Soho. why are people booing Ruby? I... They, they want Statlander to win. Even though Statlander originally oh. wasn't even in, even in the tournament, she was a, a late entry with. Uh, oh, she replaced Decker. Yeah, yeah. So there's been a lot of women that that haven't really gotten their opportunity lately in AEW, and the crowd, at least this Vegas crowd, felt like it was Chris's churn, and obviously they felt otherwise. So I, I personally wanted Ruby to win that match anyways. I love Chris, but I think this is Ruby's time because she's literally disappeared since she lost to, to Britt. She's been on, she's buried on dark and elevation, and this is her chance to finally be something again on television. So this is why I, I feel like she needs this a whole lot more than Chris and uh, Britt. And so the booing wasn't personal directed at Ruby necessarily. They were upset about Statlander, so maybe Correct. that won't carry over. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping, but I don't know. Sam and I will have the the, the pulse of the crowd once we get there. So <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll try to we'll try to group text with you guys about it and, and let you know because I don't know how you're gonna actually hear it on TV. But are you guys gonna live tweet it all from your? No, we're, we're not gonna. I guarantee you, we're not gonna have the. <laughs> the, the data coverage to get that those tweets to go out. So yeah, we're just gonna enjoy the show, and then. Yeah. We'll chit chat afterwards about a post show or whatnot. So, but that's that's later on. Yeah, um, I think at this point, Scott and I, we've decided if we go to a show, we will not be tweeting. I think it just makes sense, especially when you're trying to be there and watch it. And it's one thing to live tweet while we're on TV, you know, watching it from TV. But when you're there, it's kind of like one of those. Okay, let's just enjoy 
Drink it in, man. Yeah. Yes. Li- you want to live for the moment? So, following that, I, I wish. You- Do you guys are you guys bringing a sign for Bachamania for the games, video games? No. Wait a minute. Are they? I've always wanted to make a sign. Sector is greater than Cyrax. <laughs> I we even think I never think about signs. I Me neither. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about Bachmania when they show all the the video game signs in the crowd. Yes. Of, of people saying this game's better than that game. Yeah. Yes. No. We've we've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One day the four of us need to go to a show together. Yeah, we do. Yes. Tokyo Dome, guys. I'm saying it now. Why not? Yeah. It's the most convenient place. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. All of us right now. So following that, we have the <laughs> Menzo and Heart Foundation tournament final. I said before the tournament even started, I looked at Scott in the eye via Zoom and said, Adam Cole is going to win this. Okay. We got Samoa Joe and Adam Cole in the final. Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh are barred from ringside. But there's other people who are not barred from ringside. I will go with my pick first, with my logic, and I will explain going back to the last match. So, Adam Cole's Adam Cole, and no, he's just dominant. You know, I think he's he's just going to win. You know, I would like to see Joe win, but I think Joe doesn't need it. He has the t- he has the Ring of Honor uh, TV title, and I think they're getting ready to put him, you know, get the Ring of Honor show going again. And I think Adam Cole would be the perfect one to win this tournament. Now, there's a recent interview done with Britt Baker, and they were talking about how why her and Adam Cole are not on TV together. And she said, and I quote, we do not need to be on TV together. We don't need to be shown together like Ty and Sammy. It's like, we're a real power couple. We go out there, we win, we don't have to be involved with each other, we're doing it on our own accord. So them winning these tournaments separately, I think would both elevate them as a power couple. So that's my logic. Yeah, I agree 100%. Adam Cole's winning this thing, and I agree. There's going to be a dual celebration with their, uh, with their trophies. Don't like that. <laughs> doesn't it should be it should be you man doesn't doesn't work well for me and my plans so um <laughs> yeah. i'll change it up i want to pick samoa joe here i'm picking samoa joe i think he's looked like an absolute star since he's been brought in to aw and i i think he really deserves this win so i'm giving it to joe as much as this hurts me reluctantly i'm going to pick adam cole to win i Yes, baby. Um, here's how I think what, what might happen. Sam talks about the power couple and whatnot, which they, that is, I, I love that. I also love the fact that there was a nice blatant shot at, at Sammy and Ty uh, by Britt. I think the men's final will happen first and Cole will win. And I feel like maybe the women's match will happen a little later on in the night. Maybe Adam shows up at ringside. Something happens, Brick gets distracted, loses the match. I like where you're going with this, Scott. Maybe. Just just throwing it out there. Maybe the power Ooh. couple's on the rocks a little bit. Maybe 
See, I'm looking out for you, Zach. I'm looking out for you, brother. <laughs> I knew I always liked you. Mr. Zach coming in for the win here, you know, running out. He's really secretly booked to show up at double or nothing, guys. Yeah, he, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna arrive like Mrs. Doubtfire when uh, the the husband when the husband's choking. Help this on the way, dear. Slides over the ridge. <laughs> it was me all along. <laughs> Takes off the mask. It was me. It was me, Adam. It was me all along. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we have what I think is going to be an exciting match. We have a triple threat for the tag titles, Jurassic Express, Team Taz, and Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. What do we got here? This match is going to be fire. That's what I, that's what I got. Yes. Mm -hmm. I do get the feeling that Jurassic Express is going to lose. Not totally sure who's going to win. I think especially with the Christian stuff, him acting kind of weird. I don't know if he's going to like turn on them or he'll somehow accidentally cost them the match or they'll just lose and he'll be upset with them after the match and then turn on. I don't know. It's just weird. I feel like they're going to lose. So who's going to win? Oh boy. I'm going to go with Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Um, guys who came in a little more recently, uh, wouldn't have thought, you know, when each of them came in that they'd be put together, but I think it's working really well right now. And uh, I'm going to give them the tag titles. Okay. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, that's, that was my thoughts. I want to see what everyone else had. Um, I don't think Jurassic Express is walking out with the titles. I agree with the Christian thing I said months ago. I don't know if it was revolution or if it was full gear where Christian like was getting nasty with jungle boy about not doing a concerto to Adam Cole. So I knew from then seeds were getting planted and I'm with you where I don't know if he's going to cost them the match by helping another team win or, You know, he's just going to, something by accident is going to happen, but I think he's going to be the reason why they lose the titles one way or another. And we've not, we have not seen somebody hold two titles in AEW yet. And I'm not sure if Ricky Starks would be the one to have the FTW championship and a tag title belt. Maybe he is. I don't know. It would be kind of weird, especially with him being a commentator. But I would argue like you said, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, I think they're going to walk out as champions. What'd you I'm going to go, go with Team Taz. I feel like Keith Lee and Swerve are better singles wrestlers. And I feel like why have them together? It's just my opinion. I think Starks and Hobbs will be sweet with the gold. So let's see. I will agree with you, sir. Team Taz. Now, yes, I'm not so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Sam talks about Ricky Starks not being a double champion. How dare you, sir? After the train that we've been on with this man, how absolutely amazing he is. He's awesome. We've Number been following him since NWA. 
Correct, sir. <laughs> number one. Number two, you talk about how he would be on commentary. He would be so obnoxious. It would be the greatest thing to watch because then you want everybody to punch him in the face. Team Taz, I think, will, will, will win this match. I definitely agree with everybody else talking about how Christian will turn on Jungle Boy. And Jungle Boy and Christian down the road, it's going to be a fire match to watch. I feel like that's that could be one of Christian's final feuds that he has to put over Jungle Boy because Jungle Boy deserves to be challenging for singles titles. Again, this is not a shot of Luchasaurus. I love Luchasaurus as well, but I feel like Jurassic Express has run its course and I feel like this is time for Jungle Boy to move on on his own and going after and through Christian will be the perfect way to do it. And I just think doing that gets Jurassic Express out of the way. You have Team Taz win the titles and then them and Swerve and Keith continue on in their feud that they're currently having. And then that can be for a tag title, maybe at the next pay-per-view. That's my reasoning, at least. But I would love to see Ricky Starks with two titles and be so obnoxious. I can't wait for Rampage when, when that happens. <laughs> you know what? I won't. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to stick with my pick. But you know what? I will not be mad if it happens. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Because as he says, the revolution is televised. That's right. So uh, next up here, we have the woman's title, which is an interesting one. You know, Thunder Rosa taking on Serena Deep. Uh, I'm going to make the argument that Thunder Rosa here keeps the title. Just, I just think we're going to get yeah. she's had the title a short period of time and I think this is a way to at least get Serena in the spotlight a little more because every time she wrestles somebody whether it be Shido, whether it be Rose, whoever it is, they always build her up as this like major technician like so I think this, is, this will be a good technical match um, but I think Rose is going to walk away with this title yeah, I agree. I think it's just too soon um, for Thunder Rosa to lose the belt. I think uh, Thunder Rosa Cargill, when would that be? All out? Yeah. All out or uh, full gear, I'd say. Yeah, full gear, all out. So, yeah, that's, that's my pick, Thunder Rosa. Good match, though. I think another match that'll be a possible match tonight. Yeah. I'll agree with everyone else so far. I'll pick Thunder Rosa. She's keeping it. Got to keep it longer. It is cool that Deeb gets a shot here. Um, she's putting in a lot of work in that women's division. So that that Riddler was was bashing that women's division, but she's she's been there. She's been carrying it in some of those more mid-card women's matches. So getting a bigger match here is pretty cool for her, but Thunder Rosa should win. I'm just I'm not, you know, I'm not bashing the wrestler. It's just the decision making. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Just saying, she's. You're just, you're just upset that I picked Britt Baker in a pay per view and you did not. I, you know what they say. I, I forgive, but I never forget. <laughs> you know, I'm so glad all of you picked Thunder Rosa because. Yeah, you yes. Thank what. You. Just what? because Scott wants to be wrong. <laughs> just, just do it, Scott. Just do it. Please the problem, do it, Scott. The problem here 
is that since Thunder Rosa won the championship from from Britt Baker, she has been on television for 25 minutes in total. Where the hell has the women's champion been? She has been nowhere. You know who has been on television? Serena Dean. The man has been busting asses, making people tap out in under five minutes. She put Sheeta on the shelf, not once but twice. As much as I feel like Thunder Rosa should have a longer women's uh, title run, she hasn't done a damn thing on TV since then. So why should she hold on to this title? So I'm picking Deep to become your new women's champion. So the champion decides to lose. Already started as the mice. Not even champion for a couple months. That's right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at this on Sunday because I'm going to be right next to you. So the moment Serena Deeb's arm is raised, I would look at you and go, the champ is here. So for a moment when you looked, you looked up and I'm like, Scott, you're like a foot taller than me. <laughs> Mind you, he's doing this. It's really going to be like this. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys know when we take a photo together, you will see that I am, I don't think I reach his shoulder. <laughs> I might be sitting when we take this photo. So <laughs> just a vibe, man. That's I think it just a vibe. It's just, just a vibe. Just a vibe, bro. So, so following that, we have our 11th match, Kyle O'Reilly taking on Darby Allen. And I think one of the few singles matches with really no impl- um stipulations. This is this is you know purely a revenge match because Kyle O'Reilly actually legitimately injured Sting. Obviously not by not on purpose, but he did. Uh, Sting's actually not in Vegas this week. Uh, I saw something that for FanFest uh, they had to refund all of the the tickets that people have bought because he didn't he couldn't even travel. So this was randomly brought up on Rampage and Darby's challenging uh, Kyler Rally to a match. Uh, I think this is going to be fantastic, but I, I feel like Darby's going to just mow him over. I'm going to tell you you're wrong again, Scott. Oh, <laughs> Sam, we're gonna come to we're gonna have some hands in a few minutes. <laughs> Don't worry, the door's you can because you're together. <laughs> no, the door's locked. That's right. <laughs> but here, hear me out. Because I was I honestly had no idea who I was gonna choose until like a couple minutes ago. And I'm gonna go off of the Adam Cole Baker thing. Okay. A little bit. So far, we have the Bucks winning. We have Adam Cole winning. I mean, Kyle O'Reilly's wrestling Darby. Don't tell me Bobby Fish isn't going to be too far behind. This is going to be the pay-per-view. The Undisputed Elite are kings. The Undisputed... Kyle O'Reilly comes out on top. And don't get me wrong. I'd like to see Darby win and get his revenge. But I think the Undisputed Elite needs to have a couple events, like the Bullet Club used to, where they would walk away with all like they win everything they'd win every match and they had half the titles so i think you want to establish them a little you know make really establish hey we're the best here you know and nobody's top dog except for us my thoughts scott rebuttal mr zach riddler yeah that's 
I'm going to agree I, with you. What? I'm going Kyle O'Reilly. Sting's not there to back him up, so. I didn't even, yeah, no. Mm. Well, maybe no. someone else can back him up and help him when Bobby Fish comes out. Um, I have to, I have to agree with Scott. I'm going to go with Darby. Uh, just simple revenge match. Don't overthink it. Let Darby get his revenge over Kyle O'Reilly in this match that was just, just made on Rampage. So Darby. I like where your head's at, sir. <laughs> this time. <laughs> Let me tell you. You, 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 sometimes you just you don't need to overcomplicate things. It's just right, I, Sam. I like we I like where you're at, but 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 really though, why does the undisputed elite have to win everything? You gonna quote my girl Avril there? Why do you have to go make things so complicated? <laughs> <laughs> what is she performing in Vegas this weekend? Nah, no, she's too busy making theme songs for Alexa Bliss. So, well, well. Uh... I don't know. I'm I'm really I'm really curious. I mean, it was a really last minute match, so I don't even know if this is good. This might be one of the shorter ones, to be honest with you. This could be like a six minute. I don't think this will top out at ten. No, not I don't think so. There's no need for it. No. Um, following that, uh, second to last match we have on the card, the weird six mixed tag team match. Sammy Guevara, Frankie Kazarian, Ty Conti taking on Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Paige Van Zandt. The stipulation here, just, just so everyone knows, um, Scorpio Sky said if the three of them lose, Sammy, Frankie, and Ty, they can never challenge for the TNT title again. What if they win? Well, they can. They can challenge, but if they at least lose, they can. It's kind of like the um, the Cody Rhodes stipulation, where if he lost to Wardlow, no, it lost lost to MGF, he would never be able to um, challenge for the AEW title. The, the problem is that this feud has been going on for so long <laughs> that that, <it's, laughs> that had enough, and he just wants some definitive end to this. So you know, with that being said, and honestly, I would I would actually love to see this happen. I, I want men of the year and page to win. I truly do. Cause I want to see, you know, Frankie's towards the end of his career anyways. And Sammy can go away for all I care. So let me, we're going to break this down a little bit too, because it's sorry, the glass got to come off for this one. Cause this is kind of some serious talk. Oh here. Boy. Oh, oh this boy. is the weirdest feud I've seen in a long time. So this started off where obviously the men of the year were the bad guys, they were the heels. And then all of a sudden, Sammy and Ty started dating and they started doing these things where they're almost healed, but they're not. There's a, times you're like, oh, they're healed. And then there's other times they're not. So they feel like they have the heel. And then Frankie Kazarian comes in. He had the title match against Scorpio and he lost. And then Scorpio turned on him. So when you looked at this promo, you know, the six of them, when it's Frankie taking on Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, Frankie's the face in the men of the year are the heels. When you include Sammy and Ty into the mix, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page are the faces and Sammy and Ty are the heels. 
it's really weird. And I would like to see Frankie win, you know, have a chance to win the title. But like you said, I don't think he needs it. He's getting, he's, he is older. What is he north of 40 at this point? I believe so. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go men of the year in this one. I'm going men of the year too. I mean, dude, Sammy doesn't need need another TNT title shot or TNT title ever. So um, I'm going men of the year. Paige Van Zandt needs a win too. I think she can be something special probably. Mm. So I think I think getting her a win, make, you know, making her look serious, uh, is a good thing. Yeah, this is her debut, if I'm not mistaken. This could be her wrestling debut. Yeah, I think you're right, um, Mr. Zach. Damn it! Now I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I you've pressured him in, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I I gotta go back to the old me. I, I kind of wanted to pick men of the year. I think I think Riddler's right that you know Sammy's battled for the TNT championship a bunch, so maybe he doesn't really need to go after that anymore. But I, I got, I'm just gonna switch it up here. I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy to pick Sammy, Frankie, and Ty um, to change things up, and then maybe. You know, maybe they do want Sammy to challenge Scorpio for another TNT championship match for that Lakers belt that they unveiled on Rampage. I thought that was pretty slick. It was slick. I, see, I, I was talking to Sam about this today. I love the fact that every single champion has had their own different version of the TNT title. I like that. I like that that's becoming a thing. I, I want I that really to continue. realize that. Yeah. It makes it makes the title more unique because it's like, oh, what are they going to have for their own stuff? So obviously with Scorpio Sky, he's from SCU, Southern Cal, going to have the Lakers stuff. I get it. I like it. I, 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 I'm not a huge fan of yellow, obviously, because I bleed green. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but this title looks sharp. I like it. I'm sure somebody's going to reference it to a mustard title, I'm sure. Well, I, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But still, I, I like it. And I hope that tradition continues with every single TNT champion going forward. Solid. Solid. I like this. I like this. So this is – we're going into the the title match here. Hangman Adam Page taking on CM Punk. You know, this this is exciting to see CM Punk in a title match. I'm going to – want to start this one because, you know what, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really know. I've heard, I can start it. Yeah, go. Because I yeah, don't know. Zach's, Zach's confident. I, I'm pretty confident. I don't know if I should be, but – this feud has been kind of weird for me like how the last one sam was talking about was weird uh because cm punk has been acting a little heelish not much but like just enough to tell me like okay i should be rooting for adam page in this match but then hangman on dynamite kind of got in punk's face and was kind of being a jerk to him for not much reason so it's just i don't know it's just kind of weird i'm not sure how to feel about it either way I just don't really feel like if CM Punk wins the AEW championship at some point, it's this. 
Um, it just doesn't feel right to me. So I think I think this is just Hankman Page is going to retain here. I don't. It's been kind of a weird feud for me. It just feels like kind of a maybe a little filler one. So Hangman will retain. Interesting. I think Hangman is going to retain too. Um, I, I just don't think Punk needs a title. And, and and I think Paige can continue his legacy with, with the title and get some more big wins. Um, and he'll drop it to, to MJF at some point. Scott? I am torn on this match. You know what? I'll, I'll jump in here. All right. <laughs> I, wanna, I, I want to address this point, too. Okay. So we are less than a month away from the Forbidden Door at the New Japan Pro Wrestling AEW pay-per-view on the, the 26th, yeah. the last Sunday in June. Um, we had the Empire show up. I don't know if you guys are familiar. That was the Great Okan and then Jeff Cobb. That is Will Ospreay's faction over in Japan. Um, I wouldn't be surprised because I know there's people that Punk has wanted to wrestle over in New Japan. Not interfere. Keep in mind, I'm not going to say they're going to interfere. But somebody might come out and distract Punk where Adam Page could you know, win or vice versa. I think... Like you said, I don't, I don't think Punk needs a belt. I think he's definitely a um, – I, I think he's like almost like a, he has uh, blinders on where when he's focused on something, so if the title's not in the range of who he wants to deal with, you know, the title's here. He'll worry about that later because this is his focus. So I think – I'm going to say Heyman's going to win because we're going to have a handful of people from New Japan show up on Sunday. And Paige is going to win. Or, I don't know, maybe Punk wins with the help of the Undisputed Elite after they sweep. You want to get. I, I would hate that so much. So much. I don't want that. And it's, and it's fitting that the champ goes last because that's how it should be. <laughs> and. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I. I. I I'm full disclosure. I'm never like this. I just, this is just comical. And I just love doing this with you guys. You gotta um, lean into it. That's right. You gotta lean into it sometimes. It's fine. You I make like a good you, heel. <laughs> you know, I think so. Heel champion <laughs> is usually the best champion. Even if that isn't your real personality. That's true. That's true. Or maybe it is. Who knows? <laughs> you know him best. <laughs> um, I feel like this one's tough, honestly. Like, like both, like, like everybody said, this feud has been just been so weird. It's like, who's been the heel here? Who's been the face? All of a sudden, like this past week, like Hangman's just like, I hate you for the fact of I hate you. It's like, what? Like the okay. Like, I get like you you need to find a reason. And Punk's all like, this is just business to me. 
Like, I don't know if that just came across a hangman as like a disrespect. Like he doesn't care. He's just here to cash a paycheck. And hangman's like, I'm going to defend AEW against you. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't understand where that comes from. Like it's, I feel like they've kind of dropped the ball on really ex- explaining why Hangman's so mad. Like, I don't, I don't know. And part of me wants to just say, fuck it, give the title to CM Punk. And then just watch Hangman go ape shit forever until Kenny Omega comes back and they reform their tag team. Well, I, I know. I just got to throw that out of left, out of left field. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I might take a massive win on this pay-per-view or a massive L and you know, honestly, I don't care. I'm going to be here to watch it. So fuck it. I'm going to say CM Punk will be your new champion. And I still think like what Sam said, new Japan is going to come out and cause some havoc. Now their first target, if I remember correctly was page and then they attacked punk afterwards. So maybe they do get involved in the match, cause a distraction, and allow Punk to get the win. That's just going off of what Sam just said. I think that that, that could work, but I think that might work against um, Hangman Page. Maybe there's somebody over in New Japan that has a bone to pick with Page. I can name think of somebody, mm-hmm. and he's pretty shown his face. So he's a certain club over in Japan. Yep. Don't get me wrong. I will not be mad if CM Punk wins. I think CM Punk, if he won, would be a transitional champion. Correct. Because I feel like the next long-term champion in this will either be Wardlow or will be MJF. Like, I I honestly think Wardlow would be next in line if he beats MJF. Let Wardlow just run through people for a long time, a whole bunch of uh, heels. Let MJF run, you know, onto the other side of the fence and slowly build himself back up. Have him win some type of tournament or something, get a number one contendership, and then find a way to beat Wardlow, and then let the world burn with MJF MJF as champion. Long reign on that one. Yeah. Year plus. Correct. I agree. I agree. He he should be untouchable for the longest time until you can build up another face that can take it from him. That that's just my thought. Either way, I think this pay-per-view is going to be, this could be for the books, like for the record books. Like Sam and I were talking about this before we started recording. Like this could be another, you know, one of their best. This could be an easy top three of all time for AEW. I was looking at it and like, I feel like this is the tag team pay-per-view. Like I am so excited for all these tag team matches more than any Mm. of the singles matches um except i guess except mjf wardlow but like um most of the tag matches i think are going to be fire yeah Yeah, you guys are in for a good one and we got three like i said we have three six-man tag or mixed tag so i think this might be the introduction of the 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 trios titles finally um it might be a way to kind of slowly introduce it plus like i said we got the new japan pay-per-view coming up I've already told Scott, I don't know, I got an open house this weekend, but I told Scott, I hear that coin drop and Kazuo Okada walks out, my, my, I was going to burn my house down. But unfortunately, it's on the market for like 250% of what I bought it for. I don't think that's an option. But, you know. I'm something. Burn something down. <laughs> I, I got to do something. You know, I don't, I don't know what. 
But, you know, I think Okada's coming out, especially with um, best friends. They, they've been reintroduced into chaos. You know, we've had Rapongi Vice. Oh, members, you know, both members of chaos. We've got the empire, which I know Will Ospreay's already talked about wrestling people in, what do you, did he say Darby or Sammy? He mentioned Sammy's name. Yep. And he'll be wrestling in Providence when we, I'm not around for a fucking wedding. Sorry, babe. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. There's a lot. We're in for a lot of surprises too. I think we're just. Yep. What's there to say? It's been four, what, four years now? Four, three years? Yeah, Dynamite just having its three-year anniversary, which, again, was insane that it's been three years since they've been on the air. And this is, what, the fourth Double or Nothing? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, I, mm, I agree. I think we're in for something real special on Sunday. Are you guys already feeling the energy in Vegas? Like, is it, are you seeing a lot of wrestling fans or is it just like general Vegas tomfoolery going on over there? Or is there a buzz about AEW? I spent my day on, I flew in on Thursday. And I think most people who come to pay-per-views, especially it's a, it is a three-day weekend. Um, Scott and I, it fell perfectly for us. So we took, we have the week. So I think it's still early to tell. Um, we didn't spend any time at the strip today. We were just kind of like relaxing. We did some shopping because we're going to try to save money and cook here. We got a full kitchen. So we haven't seen it yet, but we're going to Fan Fest um, for sa- on Saturday, followed by uh, GCW, our first GCW show um, in the North Strip, which is cool, except it's 8 to 2 p.m. Pacific time. It's gotten our like. <laughs> We're gonna. We're dead. We're dead. Tomorrow is gonna be a very, very long day. We're we're, we're already gonna be getting up early because Fan Fest starts at ten a.m. and that goes until six. And then we're probably gonna grab some quick to eat and then head up north and and just watch people kill each other. <laughs> yeah, we get to see Johnny Game Changer wrestle. Yeah. yeah. Joey Janela probably set his other floor on fire. So. No. Um. Yeah, I think, I think we'll start to feel it in the next couple of days. I mean, obviously, the Fan Fest is right there at the MG. Uh, no, Mandalay Bay. Uh, the T-Mobile Arena is literally not even a mile that way. So we're in a good spot. We are. We are. We are looking forward to it. And like we said, we would love to go and someday travel with you guys to go see a show, whether it be, you know, in New York, where you are, Zach, in Cleveland, where you are, Riddler, or when I moved to Florida in a few months, somewhere down there, you know. It'd probably be it'd be good to go to one of the big fours. You know, maybe maybe all of us travel to like all out in Chicago. Something do like it that. big, yeah. Why not? Yeah, let's do it. I'm game. I'm game. Well, guys, thank you for definitely miss talking to you guys. Love doing mm-hmm. these uh, pre-shows. Uh, we will keep everyone else in the loop for the post-show due to us being here. Uh, but if you don't already do so, please make sure you follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Above the Ring. And Ship It Studios, as well as Back to the Ring, Zach, and Riddler's podcast. You can find us on all streaming platforms. If there's one that we're not on, please let us know. We'll put ourselves on there. On your you know, streaming platform, please make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, tell people why Ship It Studios, Back to the Ring, and Above the Ring is the podcast that you're choosing and why they should listen to us as well. Thank you so much for listening. Double or Nothing is with less than 48 hours away from recording this. Guys, don't forget to ship it. And as always, do not forget to join the Bedlam.
Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.